Welcome to the Guitars Cowboys Nibbling Music Podcast. You're here today with Red Arnold and Jagger Piper, and we are presented by Bad Brad's Barbecue and brought to you by our new sponsor. We're really excited about this one, Dead Wake Archery Innovations. Yeah, super excited to talk about them. Yep. Uh, we'll get to them uh, later in the episode. But well, we're here today with Mr. Reagan Carter. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing, we're doing fantastic. Good to hear, good great. to hear. So for everyone, along with myself, who doesn't really know anything about you, tell us uh, and the viewers a little bit about you. Cool. So uh, like I said, my name is Reagan Carter. Uh, I'm a student here at OSU. You know, go Pokes, loyal and true. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, we know. So I'm from a small town outside of Houston, Texas. It's called Cyprus. Uh, started playing music there around town when I was 15. Uh, played baseball for a long time, and then I had to quit baseball. And I was like, well, I can't get girls playing baseball anymore. So I <laughs> bought the cheapest guitar I could find, and here we are. And I started releasing some stuff in the last year. And yeah. it's been pretty fun. It's been a, been a good start so far, I think. That's awesome. So you quit baseball and picked up softball, right, from what I hear? Oh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I heard that's how you guys yeah. have met. So. Yeah, well, I play and I ump softball, too. Oh, okay. Make ends oh really? Yeah, I um, yeah. umped last night and took a foul ball off the chest. So oh, that's real, awesome. real good time. <laughs> so when you started uh, playing, did you ever think, okay, I'm going to start writing and put out music, or how did you get into like performing? So getting into performing, I guess – it kind of goes back a ways because I've always kind of been around music. My great grandfather was a country western singer in Arizona, and he like he always performed. Never did anything huge. I think he yeah. cut like one album. And then my grandma sang demo tapes in Nashville for a little bit. So really? I've always like yeah, she sang the Pretty demo cool. tape. June Carter, his grandma. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> no relation. I hope I title. Ever, I hope I ever make it big enough to the day where my number one Google search Reagan Carter. Carter family, like I'd love for that. <laughs> but no, she sang demos. I know one for sure she sang was the demo for uh, "Walk Away Joe" for okay. Trisha Yearwood. So that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. That, yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah. But so started performing when I was fifteen, and you know I just kind of just gotten into like music real seriously. So even just like listening to it, you know. So yeah, never really thought anything would come of it, and then I started writing music, started picking up a little steam, and started social media kind of popped off just a little, and then. Decided I wanted to do this, so yeah. here we are. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Were you ever nervous, like putting yourself out there? Was that was that uh, ever hard for you, or is that kind it's of? Tough. Okay. It's tough. It's tough for sure because it's very it's so <clears throat> vulnerable, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of like shallow songwriting that we see. Yeah. And I mean that's that can be pretty easy because like I, what do I feel in that, right? But I think the best songwriting does make you a little nervous because like, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. And how are others going to react? And odds are, you know, I know at least in my experience, I'm sure you guys could say the same, that like the most vulnerable and um, personal songwriting is the one that like sticks with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like it, nobody ever thinks like, wow, that was too much. So yeah. it is nerve wracking. It's a little nervous at times, but it definitely uh, definitely does the best when you write those authentic yeah. songs. So you got you got two songs out right now on on Spotify and I assume Apple Music as well. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. anywhere you can find your music. Are you are you an Apple Music guy or a Spotify? I am a Spotify guy. guy. Let's go, dude. Come Let's on, go. Another, that's all I've ever known. That's all I've ever known. <laughs> so every guest we have, we always ask him that question because I use Spotify, he uses Apple Music. So I, I will say, back in the day when I had the iPod Touch and I would listen to music like that, I would buy the songs and like before school, I would buy songs. And I knew they were a dollar twenty nine. I remember yeah. it exactly. Yeah. And so when I leave, I would set exactly a dollar twenty nine. I'd have a dollar, <laughs> a quarter, and four pennies. And I'd sit it on the kitchen counter. And my mom would just know that I just I just bought a song to listen to, and that was it. 
But so that was I was like OG Apple Music before yeah. it was like a subscription. Yeah. But I might get into yeah. both. You know, got to boost the stream I, somehow. I uh, <laughs> I, uh, I actually was the same way. I I we used to buy the songs. I still have like all the songs I bought still mm-hmm. on my phone. Oh yeah. And I'll when I get in my car, it just automatically plays Apple Music just because I guess it's an iPhone. So I'll just be listening to a song like. I haven't heard in like years. I'm like, oh, okay. The inside joke for all the iPhone users is the the U2 album that just got randomly yes, thrown yes, on everyone's yes, phone. Exactly. You're just like, I was I was like, I've, I've always been a huge Apple fan, and I remember when that came out. I'm like, I don't know who U2 is, but I'm a huge fan now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Gotta huge be. fan now. You own their album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have a Silver Dollar and yeah. Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like Orlando is at least number one. On yeah. So that one's been out the longest. Yeah. That one was out in November. Yeah. And then Silver Dollar was in February. And Honestly, doing pretty decent. On I'll that. take it. Yeah. You know, for the first ones that I've ever released, not really having much of a like a fan base to go yeah. off of. It's just something I wanted to do and something that you know took a little bit of work and a little bit of time. But yeah, I mean, I'm really pleased with it. I would have been pleased with a hundred streams. Yeah. So this is just more than I could have ever imagined. So what was the process of you uh, cutting those songs as singles and putting them out there? Like yeah. Did, uh, like, did you go to record somewhere and put it out, or how'd you do that? So the first thing I want to say is, like, for anyone listening that's thought about wanting to cut music, today's, like, it's really easy to sit here and crap on the music industry a lot of times, and I'm sure plenty of people do it, but it, it's they've made it so accessible nowadays that if you want to put music out, like, it is there for you. Yeah. So the way that I went about cutting these was uh, my, my mother, love her to death. She's my number one fan. She's going to listen to this and she'll be like, (laughs) so, uh, I talked about, hopefully she keeps listening to our podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So this past summer I had been talking a lot about wanting to record some music because I'd been playing pretty consistently, probably every weekend, every other weekend at little bars and restaurants and whatever. And finally she, uh, found a studio in Nashville and she was like, well, you know, if we're going to do it, you know, first time we got to do it right. You know? So went out to Nashville for a week and recorded, Yeah, um, it was like, it's, I think the records I saw on the wall were like Miranda Lambert, uh, they said Billy Strings had been in there like that week, and I was like, oh great, well now you got me. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. (laughs) So I went in there, I cut four songs, just acoustic, Mm -hmm. and I've just been releasing them one by one, and then, you know, you gotta go through your publisher, your distributor, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, overall, I would say I started the recording process in July, and then getting songs copyrighted and everything like that. November, when I released that first song, really was the first opportunity I had to release a song. Yeah. But overall, excuse me, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> overall, I think that um, it really was like, I expected it to be a lot harder. And it, it was tough. But I think that it's so accessible nowadays that if you want to get out there and do it, that the outlets are definitely there yeah. for you. Yeah, for sure. So does it help that you live in Stillwater now? I mean, this is, I mean the heart of red dirt right here is in Stillwater. Does it help that you are where you are for college rather than at home in Texas? Uh, I would say so. I think there's a lot of good parts to both. I yeah. mean, I feel like, I mean, you guys can come in on this cause I'm from Texas, but I feel like Lubbock now is kind of turning into what Stillwater was a while back when they had Jason Bowl and the crossing and Ragweed, you know, guys like that. Yeah. But I think Stillwater still has so many great outlets. You know, there's the open mics, at Willie's, there's the open mics at the Great White Buffalo. Shout out the sponsor, Bad Brads. They just started their yep. open mics in the Songwriters Nights. I yep. will be out there doing that for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the cups. All right. Yes. They, they, I think they're starting it this today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went, I was to. We're recording this on Thursday. <clears throat> yeah. I went out there to lunch the other day talking to the owner about it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. 
you build the stage, you know, I think there's still a large population. <laughs> you never know what Vernon's going to yeah. be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think there's still just such a great population in Oklahoma that loves the red dirt music. Yeah. And I think that that support and then being in this, in a town with such history surrounding it and that inspiration that it brings, that helps a lot. And then like the functional value of having calf fry and the weed and all these open mics, that helps a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think the open mic at, Brad, it's gonna be pretty pretty nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, are, are you are you are you booked there sometime soon? I am. For yeah. Friday. I am booked April 21st at Bad Brad's actually. Nice. So that's, so that's like next that next next couple week? weeks. Two I'm weeks, playing two weeks? playing an Enid at a Veterans Cornhole event. Yes, I saw on that. the 15th. Yeah. I'm really excited for that one. I I I been I thought about going out today. Yeah, I was like, I know you guys are veterans and all, but it was kind of crazy because like I was like. I was scrolling through my Facebook, and my Facebook is just all Cornell term at the back. That's <laughs> literally all it is. And I was like, "It's like there's a term it needed." I'm like, "Hold on, I know that guy." Yeah. And then I was like, and then uh, Tyler texted me, and said, "Hey, you need to get, get him on your podcast." I'm like, "I know that guy." I was like, I'm "Like that's cool." I, I I didn't even know you played music. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it all set up. it's a really cool event. I I'm, I really just I wasn't like I kind of like set my schedule for the spring a while back and yeah. they reached out last minute and i was like this is such a cool like cause a cool event yeah you know got to support so something i want to really get out there and do yeah. um i'm looking at your guitar case here too we got some several stickers on it quite a bit yeah is there is there any stories any cool stories associated with uh those? yeah so waterloo records that is in austin texas um really really cool record store i collect vinyls that is my thing. I love listening to vinyl records all day and new. It's the best way to listen to music, in my opinion. But I went to Austin this summer. Uh, it's actually uh, my girlfriend and I's first date. We had went to Austin, and we went to Coke Fest and saw Turnpike, and that was, like, our first date. That's, that's yeah. a pretty good first Set date. Set the bar <laughs> really high. Set the bar real high. She's like, so what are we doing next week? I was like, like, I can cook at the house. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, so Waterloo Records is really cool. Uh, the Randy Rogers Band, I saw them New Year's Eve at Billy Bob's. Incredible show. That's one of my uh, mm, man. That's one of my favorite Red Dirt bands ever. I love the Randy Rogers band. I feel like I take a lot of inspiration from them when it comes to songwriting. Um, I can't see. <coughs> Daddy O's down there. Oh, and then I Daddy think you O's. have your Orlando. I got a uh, Daddy O's story for you. Oh, great. I think you have your. <laughs> yeah, I do. Orlando, yeah, the uh, album cover yeah, the on album, there. Album cover. I always there. try to have something at shows and. You know, starting out, stickers are the cheapest thing to do. And yeah. I don't want people to go home empty-handed, right? I mean, that's no fun. So I always have those out. I'm like, it's like there's no price. Just come and take one. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the selfish side of me is like, yeah, free advertising. But also, it's just like, it's fun to leave with something, have exactly. a story from it. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. So do you have any other uh, dates coming up? Yeah, so April 15th in Enid. Uh, April 21st in Stillwater at Bad mm -hmm. Brad's. And then May 12th, I will be in Tishomingo at Old Reds. I played there last Blake week. Blake Shelton's bar? Yeah, Blake Shelton's place. Played cool. there last week or two weeks ago, and it was a crazy cool experience. I think I saw a video from that. Yeah, I saw. I posted a, a clip of me circle back singing yeah. uh, In My Arms instead of Randy Rogers. Yes. Doing a cover. It sounded really good, too. Thanks, man. I yeah. appreciate it. You need it. to go in there and sing a Blake Shelton song. Because so <laughs> you know I, somebody in there is like, recording it and they're like hey blake check this out so i going into it i was like i don't know if i want to do it like it's so like so corny like low-hanging fruit and i get up there for maybe 15 <laughs> minutes that's a red, red is all about <laughs> oh yeah and then he this little kid walks up 15 minutes and he goes can you sing all red and i was like 
He's like, are you Blake Shelton? <laughs> <laughs> no. But I sang it, and I was like, this is so, like, nerve-wracking. This is this is bad. But, I mean, it was fine. I, I think it went fine. I don't know. The kid looked happy. I don't know. I mean. But it's kind of weird because they've got all these, like, life-size cardboard cutouts <laughs> around. And, like, he's a big old dude, right? So it's just, like, staring down at you. You should have told the kid, like, yeah, 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so those are the dates for the rest of it. Um, working on getting booked up for the summer. A uh, cool thing I actually was able to do last week, I got to open up for Colton Jesse, who's oh, really? an Oklahoman, yeah. played in Stillwater last week, got to open up for him. It was a really, really cool experience, got to meet those guys, kind of connect on that Oklahoma musician yeah. level. That's pretty cool. Um, speaking of life-size cardboard cutouts, <laughs> here's Here our go. question. Do you know who that is? Well, I can't see because it's turned around. <laughs> okay. This is, this is a very crucial part of the episode. This is going right to be here. embarrassing. Oh, come on now. Buenas noches from a lonely, is it roof, right? It's Dwight Yoakam. Room. Room. Yes. Room. Sorry. Close enough. We'll take hey. it. Hey, <laughs> I, I love my Dwight Yoakam. My buddies and I, we like to listen to the Suspicious Minds, uh-huh. his version of it. Uh-huh. Oh, man. He, he's, the he's the biggest Dwight Yoakam. He's the biggest Dwight Yoakam you'll find. That's why we got guitars, cowboys, uh, and heavily music. Yeah. Yes. I'm connecting yeah. it now. Yes. Yes. Man, there you I, go. I, to, it, yeah. Give me a second. I'll get there. I like it. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Hey, sit down, shut up, because you're going to listen to some ads. Hang on. It's about to get intense. You're going to have to ads all up in your ears. That's what, that's where you're going to have your ads right now. We got a new sponsor this week and for the coming indefinitely. For the next year at least. Yeah. It is none other than Deadwake. Dead Archery. Wake. Innovations. Archery innovations. And we're going to have Trevor on sometime. Yes. And even if you're like, what is dead weight archery what innovations? What is bow fishing, for one? Like, like that. that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, obviously, we know what bow fishing is. But a lot of people don't understand even that that's like a sport. I like, love to listen to Jason Aldean uh, yeah. when I'm bow fishing. I, <laughs> Sorry. Trevor, do you like listening <laughs> to Jason Aldean? <laughs> no, even even We're if you're drop, you have a spot now. Even if you're not into bow fishing, you're gonna enjoy the episode um, because it really is a fact. Yeah. We went and had uh, lunch one day to talk about this. Three hours of talking about all the stuff they're doing. It is fascinating. Yeah, stuff. it's not even bow fishing either. Like I've even seen like a lot of other like even outdoor stuff he's gonna be working on. We can't talk about that yet, but he will be dropping some new stuff. I know. Will interest you? So. I know. Yeah. Um, and we hope to get yeah. him out on a boat, do a video with him out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And yeah. he might make some little things for us to have here Yeah. Uh, when we record. Uh, we're super excited. Super excited. Yeah. But what you need to know is Deadwake Archery Innovations started by none other than Trevor Pigeon, who is an OSU alumni. Pretty recent, too. Mm-hmm. 2018, I believe. Let me just give the official rundown here. This might as well. Do you need a new top-of-the-line bow fishing bow? I think I do. Well, you can own the waters this summer with the Deadwake Archery Innovations Leviathan Bow, the fully machined bow fishing machine. Who needs Oneida bow fishing when you have Manufactured to order, not in China, in the United States of America. United States of America. In Oklahoma. That's what I'm talking about Local right business, here. and they're killing it. They're really doing some really cool stuff. They're really doing some really cool stuff. They're doing some cool stuff. Yeah. It's and, um, cool. I'm a little biased, but I'm not at I'm, all. I have, I have, I have, I don't, I don't know anything about this. This is what you need. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, d- it is. 
I'm definitely going to get one because I don't, I've never been boat fishing, but I know after we do this with him and I know he's going to put us on some big fish. Of course. Yeah. So then I'm going to, I've be actually hooked. been boat fishing with him. I'm going to buy one of his bows and then I've been bow fishing. It's going to be game him. over. And I, I did terrible. Really? I, I, I missed, I had a shot at one and I barely missed. I bet missed. you didn't use a Leviathan bow. I don't think I did. I don't think I did actually. It was That's probably in the early stages. It really was actually. So uh, you'll be seeing their logo everywhere now. Uh, so just get used to it, yeah. Because uh, that's how it's going to be. This is this is what you have to work with, and that that's what it is. So let me let me draw out the perfect day for you, Jagger. Okay. It's a uh, it's a Sunday. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm getting up early. When do you boat fish? Night or day? Uh, evening. U- usually night. Okay. Usually night. You usually um, do it early. So I've you're going to golf. I played day, golf though. all day yeah. at an undisclosed golf course. Carson uh, Creek. Maybe with Toby Keith. Carson Creek. Please, Carson Creek. <coughs> anyway, I played golf for right now at an undisclosed location. With Toby Keith. And um, afterwards, I'm like, you know, I really want to go bow fishing. Yeah. So I go bow fishing with y- my y- Leviathan bow. You get bad brads for lunch though, right? No, the bad brads comes later in the evening. Okay. Okay. So um, I use my Leviathan bow. Shoot the biggest fish you've ever seen. Right? Yeah. Bring it in. The guys are like, let's let's fillet this thing. Like, let's cook it right I, here. I don't I'm think like, you're going to cook a carp, but you're, it's okay. I'm like, no, 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 no. Bad Brad's. <laughs> Bad Brad's Barbecue, located in Stillwater. It's the best around. Tell them about it, Jagger. Bad Brad's Barbecue, where it's good to be bad. What do we have going on this week? Cornhole Mondays with yours truly. It's like normal, you know? Um, and then you can go get some fantastic dirty fries. Always the amazing jalapeno nights here, and the always delicious Bad Brad's barbecue. Exactly, and the amazing uh, jalapeno cornbread. That's the Monday night special. Raved and reviewed. I go in there, like I don't tell Jagger I'm going because I don't want him to try to lure me into the cornhole. But I'll go and get the special on Mondays, which is the the cornbread, and you get beans and yeah. Um, but I'll go in there and eat that and then slip out the back door yeah. where Jagger doesn't know I'm there. I really know you're there. I just don't don't want you to come. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we don't want you in our tournament anyway. <laughs> Stick around to the end of the episode. Reagan Carter playing two songs, um, an unreleased song and a cover. So yes, check that course. out. And um, special thanks to Trevor and Deadwake as well as Bad Brads for sponsoring the episode. Of, of course. course. And uh, we'll get back to the episode right now. Yeah. Let's go back. Um, can you tell us about some of your early... Uh, inspiration musicians yeah okay so growing up somehow i'm not even sure how my family managed this but i just always ended up at a lot of brooks and dunn concerts (laughs) i think my mom at the time knew their tour manager and i remember one time i was in i grew up in alabama sorry i moved to i moved to texas when i was 10 i grew up in alabama so i was in man probably like either tampa florida atlanta georgia and i ended up backstage at a brooks and dunn concert and that's kind of like my first. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I don't know, because like looking back, I remember as a kid, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, can I like go to McDonald's now? But like looking back, like I wish I had really just been in the moment. But I think that is really my first experience with country music, is being around that. So I love Brooks and Dunn. I was raised on a lot of the '90s country, so I love Brooks and Dunn. I love Tracy Lawrence. Um, that's just the '90s, but Keith Whitley, you know, okay. God rest his soul. I love Keith Whitley. And then I think when I started getting more serious about music, about high school years, I really dove into the Texas country. 
I love Robert Earl Keenan, Lyle Lovett. Grew up like an hour south of College Station, so definitely a big part of me was that College Station music. And like I said earlier, the Randy Rogers band, uh, the Turnpike Troubadours, my favorite band of all time. I, I mean, that's such like a basic nice. answer. I feel like, but it's, I feel like it's the right no, answer. No, no, it, it, it's a good answer, right? It's I the, love, yeah. love Turnpike Troubadours. But it, I, and it's cool because they're they're from Tahlequah, which right. is which is right where we're, we're from as well. That's that Grove Tahlequah area. We we live right, right in between there. So I love them, man. I don't know. That's such a tough question because <laughs> like then you say something they're like all right we're gonna listen for that and they're like wait we don't hear any of that in your music it's yeah like, yeah it's tough it, it, i mean you it, hearing that and like it's probably I, a good thing if you can't hear it exactly like yeah you, you want to be your own thing but Absolutely. you, you want to draw from them as much as you can but you don't want to sound like them you want to sound like reagan carter you don't want to sound like turnpike you don't want to sound like brooks and dunn you want to sound those like guys sold a lot of records <laughs> <laughs> but i know what you mean i know yeah. what you mean those are exactly yeah, i would say those are like some of the guys that You'll catch me listening to, I listened to, I don't know why I came upon this this last couple of days, but Robert O'Keefe's version of Long Black Veil. Okay. No idea. I didn't know it existed until a couple of days ago. There's so many good versions of that song. Yeah. I would agree. Like, there's just tons and tons of good yeah. versions of that song. Yeah, I really like the Daryl Singletary version of that song. Yeah. You guys familiar mm-hmm. with Daryl Singletary? A little. A little? Yeah. I need yeah. to do more research, but yeah, okay. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna steal your question since you brought okay. up brought up that. Um, if you could cut one album of all covers, oh, who who are you picking? And and, and it, it has to be of one band, one artist, all covers of their songs. If you could cut one album, that's so hard. Who are you picking? <laughs> I it, mean, it, quite a simple question for me. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> So I feel like there's a couple ways you answer that, like like purely monetary value. Like if I'm going out there and I want to sell a million records, I'm covering every George Strait song in the book. I see. I I've never heard this like um, perspective on yeah, it. Well, it's like it, what do good. I what do I love or like do I want to go out there and sell out stadiums, make money? Because I'll cover every George I, Strait I like song. The mindset. Right. I like the money I, mindset. I, I like either one. Like, yeah. I, I really. I I. It's for the I record, I've talked it. a lot about it. I'm not. I don't want to do it for the money. That's not why. Yeah. I We're paying him to be here. No. Today. Come on. Guys. <laughs> hey. 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 Hands are tied over here. No. I mean, that's one school of thought, I guess. But man, if I was gonna do only that's a good answer. covers, yeah. Yeah, George Strait. I'm gonna do only covers. I mean, Keith Whitley comes to mind because "Don't Close Your Eyes" is both. The first song I ever sang on a stage, and it's the first song I ever learned. So that's really that is my favorite song in the world. Tell Lori I love her. Those two. I love the song Hard Living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those two are really good. And then I think, oh man, maybe Chris Stapleton. That's a good one. I love. I think he's such a good songwriter. Yeah. Between the Steel Drivers and the Johnson Brothers, and then yeah. now his solo career. Yeah. I think I would say Chris Stapleton. I think he's got so many great songs. He he's does. just an incredible singer. Yeah. I think. From a Room Volume One is really underrated. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree. I, I, there's a lot of good songs on there. What's the story about Cole Swindell? Oh my goodness, this is a deep dive. <laughs> okay, <laughs> deep so dive. there's a couple. So when I was 16, this was the first time I ever went to Nashville, and it was, you know, I had just bought the guitar, like I just got into singing. It was really cool. So I go to Rippy's Honky Tonk in Nashville on Broadway. If you guys have ever been, it's cool. It's the only one that's open to under 21 after like eight o'clock so like that's where i had to end up and this band was playing and they were cool whatever and i uh my mom like tipped them like a bunch of money they're like get my kid up there and sing he needs to get up there and obviously i I mean like i kind of just assumed i was like yeah whatever they're gonna let me get up there and sing whatever so i'm singing i sang a couple songs you know whatever and then 
get done, they're like, hey, tomorrow come to Tootsie's. So like iconic Tootsie's Lounge. So I go there, I'm singing, and Cole Swindell just walks in. So he's just sitting there listening to me sing. I was like, oh, I'm going to black out. Like, Did you know insane. it was him when he walked in? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I, I don't I, know I, if I could pick him out. I, yeah. I mean, I saw him, and I was like, that guy looks familiar. And then everybody just, <laughs> oh, like yeah. everybody was right there. Yeah, like, that, okay, that, that's that, it. That probably like really indicates when somebody like, walks in. Yeah, so that, and then fast forward this time last year, I work at Eskimo Joe's just on the side. Super fun. Love it there. Cheese fries. So I'm sitting there. I'm working. And he's playing cat fry, and he just kind of strolls up to the bar. And I'm like, that's Cole Swindell. And my boss is like, that's not, that's not Cole Swindell. I'm like, yes, it is. It absolutely is. So I walk over. I'm like, hey, man, like, I know you're trying to keep a low profile, blah, blah, blah. Are you Cole Swindell? And he's like, yeah, like, that's me. So we get to talking. He's like, here's some cat fry tickets. I'm like, cool, because I didn't buy any this year. <laughs> cool fact about him, though, I don't know if you guys are baseball guys. I love baseball. His manager is Ryan Franklin. Who used to pitch for the Cardinals and the Mariners? Yeah. I think he left a big old red beard. Yeah, that's his manager now because they played college baseball together. I didn't huh. even know Cole Swindell played college baseball. Yep. Oh really? yeah. Where at? If you wouldn't ask me, I could have told yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah, so he played. Neo A&M College. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, not funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, but. It, it, he he went to junior college in Miami, Oklahoma. Before this. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, NEO. Yep. Yeah. I know. I got you. Yeah, that was. I was. <laughs> the joke was. is that no one there is good at baseball. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> is it bad? Joke. I mean, they're just kind of subpar. Yeah. I got you. Shout out Braden if you're listening. To this. Oh man, you're gonna shout him out for being <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah. So that's my Cole Swindell story. I I don't know if I relate to his music so much because it's a lot of like the radio stuff. Yeah. I will say that that Heads Carolina song, whatever. It is catchy. I don't want to like it because I get it's a ripoff and I get it's like shallow, but it's so catchy sometimes. <laughs> you, you know, you just have those where you're just like, I don't want to listen to this, but it's like stuck in your yeah. head. I hadn't heard it, and someone came up at work and they're like, they requested it, and I played the wrong. I played the original song, you know. Oh, like Jody Messina. Yeah, yeah. And well, they come, the they come back up and they're like, No, this is not it. Yeah. What do you mean? This is like Cole Swindell. I'm like, Okay, so I play it and I'm like. I'm sorry, this ain't it. Yeah, no, no, I agree, but it's unfortunate. It's just like an earworm. No, it is. Yeah. They got the formula yeah. out there yeah, in Nashville, know. man. So, um, Cat Fry this year? Oh New yeah, York? I'll be there Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah, that's uh, Parker, right? Yep. yep. I I remember. I think it's Parker, Parker, Giovanni and Tridio, right? Parker, Wyatt Flores, and Caitlin Butts. Okay. So, two big time Oklahoma people. Yep. You know, Wyatt from Stillwater, and then Caitlin. She's from the Tulsa area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then Parker is actually from a town like 20 minutes north of me outside of Houston, and I was able to see him a while back. He was playing pretty hard unreleased, so like huh. that just tells you how long yeah. ago it was. But I think I think it's a really good night. I think it's a big bounce back here for Calf Right. I don't know about you guys, but last year I know there was a lot of kind of <clears throat> pushback yeah. on Colts Wendell and Dustin Lynch being the headliners, yeah. so they kind of – well, I think people are going to complain no matter who. Yeah, absolutely. You can't yeah. please everybody, you right? You can't please everybody. Because no. I've heard people say, like, it's just not. It's not. And this is what I always hear about Cat Fry. They're always like, it's never going to be like it used to be. Like, it's, it's never going to be like it used to be. Like, when Turnpike and Co. were here, I'm like, do you realize that where, um, I guess not Parker, but like, they're where, like, Turnpike and Co. Were, are where, like, uh, Reed. Yeah, like Reed, South Hall, and. They're, they're where those guys were at now. 
Like so, in a couple years, yeah. we're gonna look back and be like, "Why didn't we get somebody as big as Reed South?" Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, Absolutely. Like it's like those guys weren't as big then, so that's why they could get them easier. But now mm-hmm. it's harder to get those people because they're selling out the BOK and, center. And there's a whole uh, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes in. I work out at Tumbleweed. I don't know if you knew that. Or okay. Not. I'm, I'm the you. DJ out there. So there's like the owner was telling me essentially there's like they he was trying to get Turnpike, but they have like a 90 day or a 60 day, 60 mile radius type thing. They just played in Tulsa. Yeah. Like last weekend. Yeah. So they can't play another show within like 90 miles or within 90 days. Uh, so that's why they can't get some people. Yeah. And then I also know that like there was, um, I'm not going to say how much, but Zach Bryan was on the table. Yeah. It was an extreme was, amount of money. Well, the Bryan whole deal out. was I yeah. thought he wasn't coming back after last year, right? Because they they talked to him, but it was an extreme amount of money. I'm, at this point, I believe yeah. it. He is just to what, the moon. What what was the deal with him? Maybe last we can year? get carried to talk People about people were throwing uh, throwing beer cans at him on stage because everybody like everybody got so mad at him for like leaving Oklahoma and going big time, like it's his fault, right? I mean, it's not his fault that everybody listens yeah. to it. I don't guess I know the whole story here. So I've heard that. So basically, yeah. what, the way I understand it, and I might be wrong, I don't know. This is the way I understood it, is that people got really mad because he was like Oklahoma's little secret for the longest time. And then, you know, something in the orange blew up. We had those big songs, and he just went nationwide. And everybody and their mother's listening to him. And people are like, no, like you deserting Oklahoma, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. They're throwing beer cans at him on stage and – he was like, I'm not coming back to Capri. And I was like, man. Hmm. But I don't know. Apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they definitely talked to him. But well, that's it was, good. It was <laughs> outrageous. I hope Carrie says the number because it's insane. Yeah, it was It was quite a bit. And insane. there were some other ones that were pretty up there. Too. Yeah, there was a – I hope he can I hope he can put this out there because there was a really cool list of people that they were trying yeah. to get. But I, it's, you know, it's so difficult because now there's – I'm always seeing all these different festivals going on, like mm-hmm. hundreds of these music festivals. I am too. They're everywhere. And these people are playing. You know, it's all the same people pretty much. Yeah. Um, but like, this year's lineup, I think, is really good. You got people like uh, Wyatt Flores, who's really gaining yeah, right now. He's, oh, yeah. He's blowing up. He <laughs> is. He's taking that, like, Zach Bryan trajectory almost. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. maybe it helps because he's from Oklahoma, and that's what makes me think of it. But. Uh, Treaty Oak. Love him. A treaty. I think. I think. Really think. Treaty Oak's gonna be big. We oh, had yeah. Treaty Oak Wait, on a few on the weeks pod, ago. Yep. I, I listened like, to it. Yeah. I yeah. Was Thank like, you because they're gonna be huge one day. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Well, I can share. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw them at Beer City in Oklahoma City. Okay. They were awesome. Favorite Treaty Oak song? Man, like Miss Call. Okay. Oh, De Bourbon is good. Those are man. Stay tuned. <laughs> I d- <laughs> it's stay you know, wearing the shirt today. I'm He's not, always wearing that yeah. shirt. I, I, I when they played, I went and bought a shirt at the show. Yeah. That song, the intro to that song is probably one of the best intros I've like, heard. The whole yeah. damn world. It, we, we've had him on the po- podcast twice. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he's pretty, pretty In my bad. experience with him, awesome guy. Super yeah. cool. Yeah. He, he, he's he got some good music out, too. Uh, Jagger he, might be his biggest fan, too. I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm convinced that I am. I really do. Like I mean, I like his music, but this hey. guy. I, I think I bring up almost every podcast. Yeah. But some, way, some way, I've mad if you listen to some way, I... <laughs> I find a he way to too. bring up He's not your kidding. music every podcast, and I don't even. Need I promise to. you, Matt. When we're if we get da- sit down with Parker McCollum, he'll be like, "Have you heard of Matt Williams?" <laughs> I 
I'm like, Jagger, we got 15 minutes with him. You know, man, like your, your passion alone has made me a new fan. So, Matt, like I'm a new fan. Purely, I haven't, I've never heard it. Gotta passion put a alone. Song on now. You got to put one on now. Oh, let's see what we're going to have here this week. Uh, we're going to have, um, in a couple days, Toby Keith. Obviously been taking some uh, deep dives into some of Toby's stuff. And uh, Senorita Sky, Chad Cook Band. It's mm, a good one. I that's this is what I always do. I try to listen to the artist beforehand, and I can't. I'll I'll be like, eh, I'm just not really like feeling it. That's fair. We'll sit down and talk to him afterwards. I, I do the I'll same. I'll give it thing. another chance, and I'm like, I can't stop listening to this. I know. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. Like I literally sit there and listen to that song like ten times every yeah. day. What am I doing? <laughs> I think on my playlist I've got Senorita Sky and I've got Oil Man by Chad Cook. Okay. Those are good. That's good yeah. stuff. And I know that Jagger had this one on, but I gotta put John Deere Tractor by Billy Strings on there. It's good, is it? When we it do is the so good. when we do the playlist, I'll listen to it throughout the week. Yeah. And Jagger tries to throw in some new stuff, so it gives me a little. I I, little I try to give Rhett a new song every <laughs> week that I know he'll like, and it usually works. Yeah, dude, oh, that song is so good. It's literally one of my favorites. I Mama. Oh. I can just that's, yeah. that's pretty good, honestly. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna clip that. <laughs> <laughs> we do need some good TikTok clips. Yeah. So if you want to say anything like, uh, like just the outrageous, album. then oh, now's man. the time to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sit here and marinate on that one. Or we could just drive straight into politics and talk about. Oh yeah, that's something <laughs> the great. Idea. <laughs> the indictment. What? I'll add my next one. Um, Haley Witters. She's got a song called "The Devil Always Made Me Think Twice." That's a good. That's a. That sounds so familiar, but not by her. I, yeah, it, that's a Chris Stapleton song. Really? That the devil always made me think twice. That is a Chris Stapleton song. What, what album? Uh, is it called Arkansas? The I think he wrote it. The white Actually. one. Well, I'm putting on the. Or Haley it's called Witter's Starting version. Over. Excuse me. It's off the oh, Starting I, Over I, album. Is his, his recent one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, when was that put out? 2019. Was it? I thought that 2020. was 2020. 2020. I'm still just oh, baffled. Oh, baffled okay. at the idea that this guy is Buffy or Eskimo Joe. <laughs> <the other day. laughs> I, I haven't gotten past that. So she put out a, her version, and I, I, love really, her. I really she's like her. She's great. I, I think really she's like really good version. for the, the women in country music movement. I think she's really pushing that ahead real well. Okay. What, what am I going to go with next? Gosh. We're pushing that movement along, too. We had Ashlyn Craft on. Oh, yeah, I saw that. We've only had one more. Oh, now I'm a big one. fan of her. Like, the same thing. I tried to get into it before. I was like, eh. And mm-hmm. then after, I'm like, now I've got her in my queue all the time. Yeah, yep. yeah she's she's pretty good. <coughs> I'm going to throw in um, – I, I, I always try to throw, like, one song that's not country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do a Daughtry song. Oh, yeah. Okay, but, like, if you throw a steel guitar and a fiddle on any Daughtry song, that's country. That Nickelback man. <laughs> Thank you. I have this theory. I have a theory that Nickelback is just a country. It's just a heavy country band. I'm with it. Absolutely. If you think of the song, like take the song "Photograph," you know, like if you just like how it starts out, look at this photo, you know, just like acoustic guitar. That's country, man. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it, makes me laugh. That's country, uh, man. That- Telling you the That's day the saying. day that they do like a Nickelback album the way they just did this Rolling Stones thing, everyone will understand. Uh, everyone, I can see it. yeah. No it's surprise, my Daughtry's what I'm gonna put on there. Okay, 
I love listening to stuff like that. Kind of mix it up. I will say it's <laughs> some live shows. I'll always throw some covers in like that. I know my last one. I played uh, Plain White Tees, Whitney Houston, and Britney Spears. Really? Yes. And it throws people for a loop because awesome. they're like, "What? What is this?" Okay, Rhett, calm down. Uh, we, we went when we saw Matt Williams. Mm -hmm. He played on, on the Boys from Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, you know, where they did Trenton Fletcher. Yep, and Trenton him. Fletcher. Um, he did. A, he covered a Stain song. Ooh. It was oh my god! Why can't I think of the yeah. name of it? Um, but he sounded exactly like uh, oh my blank with the name. The lead singer of Stained is a country artist now. It it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, oh my gosh! I think he put out. I think Matt put out a TikTok about it too. Yeah, uh, and he did. And from the horse's mouth. From the horse's mouth. Hey. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'm onto something here. I think so. Burn it to the ground <laughs> is not country. No. <laughs> oh, but it's a line dance. Don't. Why do you have to bring that up? Oh, but it's. Oh, so you hear "Burn It to the Ground" and you hear oh. "Shivers" by Ed Sheeran, just like oh. echoing. Every <laughs> every waking moment. Yeah, I do not listen to those songs anymore. I Cop Copperhead Road came on the other night, and I used to like that song. Oh, it's a before good song. I knew you could line dance. Before I knew you could line dance to it, and now when it comes on, skip. Yeah. Immediately skip. Yeah, it, it's hard after you like hear it so many times. I'll probably hear Burn It to the Ground twenty times tonight. Oof. Yeah. I keep forgetting you work tonight, yeah. Oh man, yeah. you're gonna have a heck of a time. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I'll toss in my fair share of Dwight Yoakum in there. Toby Keith, the classic, some Travis Tritt. I Tracy want you to play Lawrence. Burn It to the Ground and then fast it to you right after that. I could. Good. Might happen. But yeah, I have this theory that Nickelback is just kind of a it's a country. You know, you're familiar man. with Confederate Railroad? Mm-hmm. Sort of some Confederate Railroad vibes in there. Just I can a, see it. Just a southern country rock band. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That is an insane connection. <laughs> but I, I'm... Yeah, okay. Yeah. You see, last week when I said it, or whenever I said it, everyone thought I was crazy. Was that with Chad and them? I think it was. Yeah. But I think we brought, it, brought up Bird to the Ground and... I mean, it's not any as good as Jason Aldean. <laughs> Did you have to catch the last week's episode? I don't think in its entirety. Okay. No. So you haven't heard about Jason Aldean yet? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Just keep listening to it. It's good. You, um, you want to pick a couple songs yeah. for us? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Life's what you make it, and a dream is where you take it. Then where does the world leave you and I? Do we weigh down your hatchback? Let past lives be in the past, and find fresh lips who's never spoke our names. Tired of watching those boys relive the glory days. Don't want to hear your parents rehash their unsolved pain. Say we can't make lemons out of lemonade. Little of our lives can't be safe, so we say we hit the road at dawn and try like hell to carry on. Try.
hold of nowhere and pull out all your hair. For you ever made a move shock the world. Just like a buffalo run into the storm on that other side, you'll see your life reborn. You know I said it before. Memories out of lemonade, little of our lives that can be saved. So when you say we hit the road at dawn, try like hell. We'd be in Kansas by now if you didn't take my hand and wouldn't ask how everything that's on this will work. Just try like hell, carry on. Oh, just carry Life's what you make it, and a dream is where you take it. Then where does the world leave you and I? That's awesome, man. That was great. Sweet. Thanks. Love that song. That's yeah. one that I wrote after I had cut those original four. Yeah. And it's just one I've had that I really wanted to get out there. Yeah, for you need to, for so, sure. Yeah, this is my first time, you know? Yeah. Besides, like, the night I wrote it, I put it on TikTok, probably, but yeah. we all know how that goes. Of course. Played this at my senior in high school, like, a talent show thing. Yeah. I, like, I don't even remember how I did, but it's Hey There, Delilah. I don't know if you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Classic, right? So, I'll play that one. See yeah, let's hear it. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty, yes you do. Times Square can't shine as bright as you, I swear it's true. Hey there, Delilah, don't you worry about the distance, I'm right here if you get lonely. Give this song another listen, just close your eyes. Listen to my voice, it's my disguise I'm by your side Oh, it's what you do to me It's what you do to me Oh, it's what you do to me Oh, it's what you do to me Hey there, Delilah, I know times are getting hard But just believe me, girl, someday I'll pay the bills with this guitar and we'll have it good We'll have the life we knew we should My word is good Hey there, Delilah, I got so much left to say If every simple song I wrote to you would take your breath away I'd write them all 
Even more in love with me You'd fall We'd ride them all Oh, it's what you do to me It's what you do to me Oh, it's what you do to me It's what you do to me thousand miles seems pretty far and they've got planes trains and cars and walk to you if i had no other way and friends will all make fun of us and we'll laugh along because we know that none of them felt this way delilah i can promise you that by the time that we get through the world we'll never ever be the same you're to Hey there, Delilah, you be good. Don't miss me two more years and you'll be done with school and I'll be making history like I do. You'll know it's all because of you. We can do whatever we want to. Hey there, Delilah, here's for you. This one's for you. Oh, it's what you do to me It's what you do to me Oh, it's what you do to me It's what you do to me It's what you do to me <laughs> I like it, man. That, yeah. that, that's awesome. I love that song. I, I, I love it when you're able to put like a different spin on songs. Yeah, and it kind of gives it a completely new perspective. Gives you a whole other meaning to it. Exactly. Right? Makes it feel exactly. a little different. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. It's such a cool opportunity. It's so awesome. Very, yeah. very blessed to be out here today with you guys. Yes. <laughs>